0: you doing Daniel Ruiz Tyson is available for Monday the 23rd of August 2021 with me Daniel Ruiz Tyson episode 344 trying to get the mic arm straight Uh, you can hear it creaking never been able to align it properly I do have a backup mic arm it's actually a mic stand but I've never got around to opening it classic case again of uh, buying something and not opening it still haven't even used the zoom h8 which was really pricey i bought it eight nine months ago never used it don't even know how to use it something i've not been able to eliminate from my character traits buy something new buy something expensive usually i think it might be a guilt thing and then i don't use it for a long time it's 12:22 uh, hours here in London. I just thought for a minute there. Did I hear that manhole cover rattling again? I'm so paranoid about hearing it rattle again. I've been dreaming about it. And if I hear it rattle again, I don't know if I have the mental strength to try and get Thames water out for a sixth time to try and fix it. Fingers crossed that it is finally resolved, just so much heavy traffic on this road. It is a big ask, I think, for any manhole cover these days to to stand up to the big vehicles that are just uh, racing by here all the time. It's a very cloudy day in London. That might be having an impact on my disposition this uh, lunchtime. I definitely need to get out today, more of that later. been a long weekend. It's been a bit cold here by um, the standards of uh, recent weeks. I mean, the weather's been up and down. been a few weeks now since we had some regular sunshine here. But uh, I checked the weather reports because I spoke to my aunt last night and she said they say there's a heat wave on the way. And in a marked change from the past, I thought, oh, actually, I'm okay with that. And I think um, I probably am. I'm just so worn out by what has overall been a a really long and underwhelming summer in terms of summer weather, that uh, even I have my mood improved by the sun. I've just upped the uh, levels on the audio there. Something I should have actually done before I started recording. Just very slow today, very tired. On the weather though, yeah, I checked the weather reports and it does say that we are in line for better weather this coming week. And I guess that part of the reason for wanting that myself now is because the alfresco option is preferable to being indoors when I go to the cafe. But of course that's all undermined by the uh, passive smokers I'm now just going to bring down this slider here on the mixing desk I'll have to uh you don't want to know what I have to do with this post production let's get on with the show I've already forgotten what I was going to say I'm just not with it concussion definitely been a problem the last week headaches not really going away and it's weird because the first 48 hours maybe it was the adrenaline of the whole thing that friday evening maybe the fact that i'd done a 10k scratch that off for the week that um maybe i was basking in the afterglow of that and it was only really once um Sunday came along, hard swallow there, Sunday came along and I had to go to King's College A&E that I started uh, to maybe appreciate how lucky I'd been not to lose the eye, but also started to realise that, yeah, my head was hurting. And in the last uh, week since I was last with you, it's been throbbing at times on the left-hand side. So I don't really know how much longer I'm supposed to give it. I do have an appointment with a GP on Friday. I think I've got about five or six different things to discuss with him. They say no more than three separate issues in a 10-minute appointment. I think I am experienced enough, having been to that medical practice the same practice my entire life I think I'm experienced enough to be able to maybe at least cram in five issues probably at least four of those are real one uh, maybe it's the hypochondria but uh, I, I will have to mention the concussion the scars healing nicely but I'm just a bit concerned about the bang on the head had another run. Well, I, I kept up my running all last week. I was told by the hospital the only thing I had to avoid was football. Obviously, I've been a bit paranoid about running into a tree again, but I've managed not to. And I did my 10K on Friday, just over 10K. And before that, I'd run a couple of 6, 7Ks last week. Going to save uh, today's run for early evening. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking about winter Actually, that's what I was going to say. The downturn in weather, it's certainly been fresher here in London over the weekend. And it just made me realise that, assuming that I'm still here, stuck in this flat, that I'm going to be in for a long winter here because it's so cold and these new windows won't do anything to improve that situation. The, The boiler needs to be serviced. I've got the heater in the bathroom isn't working properly. The bathroom is freezing anyway, even in summer. Unless it's a really hot day, it's just very unpleasant having a shower in there. So it's going to be a long winter and at the moment I'm, I'm recording this in a just a white t-shirt. But where am I going now? I don't I don't think this is the bang on the head. I just think this is, uh, you'll know every week if uh, you're a regular listener, you will know that I am quite forgetful. I don't even know what I was saying now. On the white t-shirt though, I've looked in uh, several shops. I've been trying to buy a new white t-shirt and uh, the first thing I do when looking at a white t-shirt is I run my fingers under it, hold it up to the light in the store and if I can see the outline of my fingers then I don't buy it. I'm very paranoid about wearing white. I do think it's um, very hard to find a white t-shirt that isn't transparent and I don't really like wearing t-shirts with some logo on there some big logo some big ugly thing that uh, you normally find in shops you know just like a plain white t-shirt yesterday the Arsenal players I was watching the Chelsea uh, win at Arsenal and uh, there was rain I think in the second half and the Arsenal players well both sets of players were drenched but the Arsenal team wearing their white shorts you could actually see the outline of the Arsenal team's underwear I've not noticed that before with teams playing with white shorts. You would have thought that uh, maybe the kit manufacturer would be aware of that. So that was my Sunday, really, analyzing the underwear of Arsenal players. Other than that, there was quite a bit of work involved trying to get out the latest uh, episode of When Shorts Were Short, which went out last night. Read quite a bit. I'll come to that later. Really just got to get to grips with the running order for this uh, show today i'll see see what happens with the headaches i'm gonna to have to take something before i get out because i am feeling really slow so friday evening i had a, a another 10k run which uh, you know enjoyed would be the wrong word but it was satisfying and uh, i re i reintroduce my little warm-up at the start of it rather than go straight into the uphill climb cold and that seemed to help a bit but it's yeah it's 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 a difficult park to run in and i'd I'd really be interested in tackling a flatter park to really test out how my fitness well I know my fitness is good but I'd love to see the proof of that the evidence of that by running in a flatter park I had a situation last week where a neighbor had had a parcel delivered to them that was for me, and this is a weird building it was actually i think one. I think it was a hard swallow too. I think it was one building back in the day, he said. Excuse the Americanism. And then it got split into two different houses. But the Royal Mail, I think, still brackets us as one. This is the first time in my time here where a parcel has gone to a neighbour. And they did that uh, polite thing of saying, I've I've got a parcel for you. They emailed me. I've never actually met them, but, you know, because of all the various issues in this block. We're all, you know, emailing each other for updates. And um, he emailed to say the parcel was with me. He could drop it off, etc. And I was thinking, oh, do I have the small talk for this? This happened to me around 2011, when I didn't have the uh, rack on in that I seem to have now as part of my pandemic persona. And I didn't have the skills in 2011. And I remember there was a bit of a battle trying to get a parcel from a neighbour during my time in that particular place in Stockwell. I said to the guy, because I thought, well, look, he's got my parcel. I'm not going to put him out by him having to leave his house to come round here and, and, you know, press my buzzer. I'll just go to his. And I said, look, I'll be round in 20 minutes, had my lunch, had a shower, and uh, I think I'd come in for a run that morning. So I had my shower, went out to get the parcel, turn up at the wrong house, because I'd never had to knock I've never had occasion to to knock ring round for this uh, particular neighbour I didn't realise that they're actually located uh, on an alleyway in an alleyway down the side of this building, so I went to the wrong house, a house that had nothing to do with this block, and uh, I could hear some trophy dog barking in the background, I'm thinking, what's going on here, and you know, some unsavory type opened the door, and uh, a bit fed up, he looked, really, I guess this happens all the time, and he told me, look, it's, uh, you've got to go right down the alleyway, and uh, it's the door there, so I went there, rang the bell a couple of times, no one came out, so I just sent off an email saying, look, I tried you know, let me just speed this up. He wasn't in, basically. So I just emailed and, and waited for a response. They finally came back to me just be, just after 1900 hours that uh, Tuesday, Wednesday evening. Maybe I should have rehearsed this anecdote, see um, if I could actually make it interesting. Anyway, he said that... Uh, he should be home by twenty hundred hours and he'd bring the parcel round. I don't think I'd read the email properly. I assumed that it was he was gonna be coming round at twenty hundred hours. Didn't realise it was an approximation. I didn't want to be caught out having to put my trainers on and all my outdoor clothes on to get down to him because after buzzing him, the chances are he would have been kept waiting in the communal hallway downstairs. I didn't realise he was going to be coming up. So what I did is I actually got fully dressed, put my trainers on about 19.55 hours, and I just stood there stock still, standing on the antechamber, making sure that I was ready. So as soon as this guy turned up, I would go downstairs and pick up the parcel from him and uh, you know i wasn't thinking too much about small talk it was just gonna be you know polite thank you for this sorry to put you to any trouble 20 22 hours he hadn't turned up and i thought i can't continue to just stand here in the hallway so i took the trainers off and i can't remember what i then did but about five ten minutes later the buzzer rang I rushed over to the antechamber, put my trainers on. Remember, no shoes inside the flat. Keep the streets outside of your home. That's that's the code I live by. And I buzzed him in. I buzzed him in. And then I heard him bombing it up the stairs, and I thought, I'm in trouble here. this He's going for a proper handover here. I thought he'd just wait downstairs or leave it in the hallway. And I barely got out of the flat and he was there. But uh, first time I'd actually met him, I didn't even know what he looked like. Nice guy. He'd well, I wouldn't say he'd tanned quite a bit. He'd gone very red, and I referred to him, you know, I made reference to that colour. Not not saying, look, you've gone lobster red, classic English guy. I just said you look like uh, like you've caught the sun. Because I I'd, I'd actually told him that's it. In my initial email, I'd had to say, Look, you'll have to excuse my appearance. This happened to me. I ran into a tree. I've got this cut above One of my eyes, I look like I've been in a fight, but actually this is what happened. It was pretty stupid, but just to give you the heads up that I'm going to be turning up looking like this. So he had his small talk in there right away. and uh, Actually, I'm not sure how much I told him about why it happened. I think I had. I think I told him I'd gone into a tree. I hadn't told him why I'd gone into a tree. And so that was his small talking. So that was very clever on his part. You know, that's you know that's good. That, was, that gave me the opportunity then to tell the anecdote, et cetera, about, you know, trying to avoid midges, going into the tree, et cetera. Then we went on to the uh, skin coloring of his. He rolled up his um, one of the sleeves on his uh, T-shirt. And sure enough, he had most of his arms were red. And then right at the top, from the forearm, upper forearm to the shoulder, he was uh, completely white. Handed me the parcel. There were four steps separating us. He'd gone up to the first step. I'd gone down one step, two steps then separating us, and uh, that was some social distancing handover. Of course, I made sure that I washed my hands once. Uh, you know, once I uh, cleaned up uh, the package, which was another book. Sent to me by a, a football publisher for for the football show, and um, you know. It didn't kill me to make small talk with this guy and I appreciated uh, a neighbour taking the parcel in. I've certainly um, progressed in the last 10 years in terms of uh, neighbours hanging on to my parcels. But just today, just in fact as I was prepping this show, I was waiting. I've had to buy the Writers and Artists Year Guide for 2022. First time I've bought it in advance. Normally I only buy one every few years because things don't change that much. But I think with a pandemic it's worth... Finding out which agents are still around, as I look to get a new agent and look to check what publishers are looking for, and it's not really practical anymore to expect to get a a long enough browsing session in a library to in which uh, you know to sit down with their copy of the writer's and artist's year guide and uh, you know spend time looking through what agents I'm going to approach. I don't think that time right now will be afforded to you by, um, certainly not by libraries in Lambeth. So I just thought, look, it's a long-term purchase. I haven't bought one for five years. This will save me a lot of time. I've got it in the the flat now. It's uh, £17. Could have done with uh, not spending it, but this is for my work. Needs to be done. And I can't even remember where I was going with that. Anyway, oh, that's it. So I've had a message this morning saying, well, this parcel has been delivered. It said at 12.35. In fact, just just before I started recording this, just after midday, said it's been signed for at 12.35. Well, it was only 12.03 at the time. So, I mean, what kind of tracking was being kept here? Was Was the tracker in the future? So that confused me. It also said that I'd signed for it. I hadn't signed for it. But whichever neighbour had taken it, they just left it outside my door. It's been cleaned up now. The box has been uh, ripped up, address label ripped up, etc. The book is now here and I'm slightly more relaxed. But I was thinking, oh man, I've got another neighbour holding on to... Another parcel, I hope it's not the same guy, because then there's clearly an issue at the moment where parcels aren't being delivered to the correct address. Moving on from parcels, I uh, did a wash on Saturday afternoon and was disappointed. Uh, I was there in the close in the back of the flat where I can open a couple of windows that actually do open post-refurbishment, although the one in the bathroom, one of the two bathroom windows does stick, and I just think they've used the wrong wood for the frame. So if it rains, the frames get damp. They don't open properly. If it's a heat wave, the frames expand. They don't open properly. It's just not been thawed out properly. Anyway, I was going to dry the clothes at the back of the flat. And I was carrying the clothes over to hang towards the back of the flat. Dropped a sock on the antechamber, which is where all my uh, shoes are. And that sock just simply had to go back in the laundry basket, which means right now I've got one sock from a pair can't do anything with that sock but there was no way I could have worn that sock that fell on the antechamber doormat and just not recoiled you know my my toes would have curled there was absolutely no way I could wear that sock Daniel Ruiz Tyson is available, episode 344. Let's see if I can liven up just taking a couple of uh, pills just before inserting that sting in today's, uh, into today's show. Just feeling very sluggish. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at 1607westegg, facebook.com forward slash DRT, available. Find all the work at danielruiztyson.com. And there is, of course, the Patreon page that keeps... This show alive. Sign up at patreon.com/slash-drt available. And if you didn't catch last week's show, do please be aware there is a new tier up on the Patreon page. The All In One, you get access, early access to all my work, including when shorts were short episodes that uh, come out a fortnight early for Patreon supporters of the football podcast. And there will also be exclusive bonus content and exclusive uh, patron-only episodes on that When Shorts Were Short page. Uh, That uh, all-in-one tier, though, is available at patreon.com forward slash DRT. Available if you want to upgrade your tier. Thank you to all those of you who continue to support the show. That is the reason why this show... Uh, still survives just about. On the book front, uh, blitz through a book that I started on Friday, finished it yesterday evening. Really enjoyable and honourable man by Gillian Slovo, an author new to me. Uh, historical fiction and, uh, yeah, just knew from the first few pages I was going to enjoy it. Set in the 18, 1885 when General Gordon fell in Khartoum. The blurb for the book... As follows, in Khartoum, the trumpeters' layers of red sand glittering on their faces are posted at each corner of the palace roof. Trapped between the desert and the jihad, oblivious to the heat and the impending dust storm, General Gordon is waiting, hopelessly, for Wolseley's camel corpse. Corps Corpse. Continue. To cross the shimmering land and rescue him, he begins to hallucinate betrayals and beheadings. Unwittingly, he is about to touch and change lives far beyond his own, including those of a London doctor, John Clark, and his wife, Mary, and especially the young boy from the English Dockyard Slums, who now stands beside him, his reluctant last ally. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. And I do know a fair bit about uh, General Gordon. I've got a brilliant book, Scramble for Africa which I bought around 2004. If any book deserved to have a proper size font, back in the days before I needed glasses to read, it is that book. The font is just awful. It's tiny, and it's such a brilliant book. So that's when I first became familiar with uh, Gordon and Khartoum, and, uh, yeah, I enjoyed this book. I'm starting Blood and Ice later by Robert Marcello, I think, That's, yeah, it's my second book of his. Don't think much of the title to this one, but I I did like the first book of his I've read. Can't remember which one that was, but uh, I'm looking forward to reading this. I've taken some ibuprofen which I think has paracetamol in it. I get confused. I know that I'm allergic to paracetamol. I've been told it might be because, you know, you're buying cheap paracetamol. I then, you know, went back up to buying the expensive paracetamol. Still the same reaction. Wasn't always the case. Was able to take paracetamol fine for years. I I don't know what's going on there. But... They did say that for the concussion, I should be taking paracetamol, not to take ibuprofen, not to take neurofen. But, you know, those are the only pills that I can take. I'm not sure that I've seen any improvement when I've taken the ibuprofen for the headaches and just slightly nauseous a bit. So I'm just going to going to monitor this, really. By talking to you about the concussion, I think it hones, it hones that particular malady and should stand me in good stead when I see the GP. On Friday, I'm at the hospital tomorrow, actually, but I see the GP on Friday. And maybe, you know, by talking about the concussion uh, today with you, I can condense that so I can cram in an extra ailment, real or imagined, when I see the GP on uh, Friday. Time to give you the nectar points. I don't think I'm going to be around for long today. I apologise for that. I'm just... uh, well, well, I'm not even sure I'm anywhere near my peak these days. I don't know where I am. Whatever, you know, whatever it is, wherever I am, I'm not even there today. This week's uh, nectar points. What's going on? I told you about my fine liner pens last week. You don't need to hear about that again. Okay, my nectar points this week. Uh, my balance was two hundred and twenty-five. I bought some yogurt. I've stopped buying the little yogurts, which I use just to keep my yogurt stocks topped up. They just—they don't keep well in the fridge. I've stopped buying quite a few little products. You know, the, the the pies. Some of the pies don't keep well. And you know, for instance, I can get a steak and kidney pie from Sainsbury's that doesn't spoil if I get the same pie from Little. As soon as the expiry date is approaching, that that pie just doesn't want to know. Just uh, you know, I'm tired of having to carry out punch biopsies on budget pies. So I'm just paying that bit more now in Sainsbury's. Not sure how I'm going to be able to maintain that going into the winter. As I say, uh, some uh, worrying a worrying time ahead, I think for myself and, and for a lot of uh, people. Uh, so I bought some yogurt, uh, some semi-skim long-life milk, some mixed. Beans, chili beans, bought some crackers, been really plowing my way through crackers lately, bought the pie that I was telling you about 75p, bought a single, no, three single oranges, 90p, and I tell you what, the Hall's sugar-free lozenges, I'm just, I don't know what's going on in bed, but that's, uh, I think it's a nervous thing, where I'm having the lozenges and also uh, some sugar-free polos, I've always felt that mint is a good counter to coffee. And if I don't have the mints, because I can never have coffee, I don't like having coffee after something sweet. And mint, I don't particularly like mints, although I have to say I do like the Hall's lozenges. If I have mints, it definitely stops me from having coffee. And I just feel... And this is a carryover from last year's late night agitation where I started drinking late night coffees that I'm now having these because I know that I could easily just get up and have another coffee. Because even now, even though I'm drinking decaf exclusively in the flat, even now I'm still having a, a decaf at 21:30 hours reading a bit before I go into the bedroom and lie down and listen to the radio or watch Newsnight or read a bit more. So... That's a concern for me because it's a craving. I can't seem to lie in bed now without having one of these lozenges. Is this how I'm going to close my life out? Alone, living on some ground floor, no longer able to navigate, negotiate even, stairs. I've had to move to some ground floor or I'm alone, maybe stuck in one room, bedridden. Got someone maybe uh, delivering my stocks of halls is that it and in between sucking on lozenges i'm trying to keep an ear out to see if anyone's trying to break into the flat to finish me off as i reflect on a an underwhelming life i do i do wonder about that uh, did i give you my closing points balance i'm not even sure i earned 5 points Previous points balance was two, two five. my new points balance is uh, two hundred and thirty worth one pound fifteen. I apologize if I gave you that uh, twice Star Wars football results. quite a few games, I think, to bring you, including some drama from uh, Saturday night. Uh, Champions League week four, group two, Hoth at last win in the Champions League. a brilliant two nil win away. At Sissobo, or Susubo. I've never checked the spelling of that Star Wars planet. Uh, the goals were scored by uh, another hard swallow there. Hans Solo, first half goal. And uh, 8-D-8, a brilliant goal. In fact, both goals were brilliant, but that's 8-D-8's uh, first goal for the club since transferring from Alderaan at the start of Silver Age Season 5. Hoth now go top in that group. I'll give you the standings shortly. Uh, group 1, Cantonica. At home to Naboo, Cantonica had won 1-0 in Naboo. This time it was reversed. Naboo winning 1-0 to turn that group on its head. Both well behind Tatooine, but Cantonica really in trouble now in that group. And uh, Naboo won with a goal from Snowtrooper, whose own goal had actually given Cantonica the win in the uh, Week 1 games. Group 4, X-Wing 5, Agamar 0. X-Wing go top, although they've played one more game than Mandalore. A couple of goals for Ray, a couple of goals for Man of the Match. Red Shadow, the action force figure. Man of the Match performance from Bounty Hunter, IG-88, who's an attacking player, but wears the number two for X-Wing, something that's uh, given him a bit of a cult shirt following in Star Wars football. And uh, new signing Spock, well, recent signing. He'd come on as a sub and scored within a minute. It was nil-nil at halftime. That will give you um, an idea of the uh, extent of the collapse on Agamar's part. Not the first time that's happened in this Champions League. Then Champions League, week four, group three. That was a couple of days ago. Zeffo, two, Cloud City, nil. Let me give you the stand-ins. Champions League, week four, tables, group one. I'll give you, uh, in first place, Tatooine, They've played two games, won both. They're on six points, plus five goal difference. Naboo in second place, three games played, three points, minus two goal difference. Cantonica three games played, three points, and minus three goal difference. Group two, Hoth now top. They've played three games, four points, plus one. Endor, second, they're on, they've played twice. They've got four points, plus one goal difference. Bit my cheek there. Uh, but half uh, Hoth are top because they've scored two goals as opposed to uh Endors one Susubo are bottom now. They've played three games, drawn two points two, minus two goal difference. Group three, Zeffo. They're on three points now. They've qualified. So it's uh they've they've gone from uh no, they've gone from second place to first. I'm getting confused there. Zeffo are top with five points plus two goal difference, they've qualified. Empire uh second. Four points from two games, plus one goal difference. Cloud City will have to beat Empire by a considerable score. My maths is bad, but Cloud City got a goal difference of minus three. They're on one point. Empire have plus one. I think that, uh, well, you, you maybe if you're good at maths, you can work that out and let me know. Group four, X-Wing top three games played six points plus six goal difference Mandalair in second they've played two games maximum points from those two games plus six goal difference also but uh, X-Wing have scored eight to their seven agamar bottom with a goal difference of minus 12 that's the kind of team they've not won any games that's the kind of team UEFA didn't want in the Champions League again because it gives the Champions League a bad name drama on Saturday night the League Cup quarter final first leg at second division Hosnian prime a comfortable win for Tatooine 4-0 but uh, I think four or five minutes from halftime, orange space pilot, the action force figure, the youngster who signed for Tatooine last season and who's been slowly returning to his best form, not a regular, but a a player with huge potential, the young defender, his leg, his right leg came off and uh, he had been looking really loose, loose loose-limbed, And the leg came off because I thought, what's going on here? And I started moving him about, and his right leg just came off. And I thought, I'm going to have to buy a replacement. The replacements are too pricey on eBay. And you know, when I buy a a Star Wars figure on eBay, I'm not really bothered about the accessories. But I keep them just in case. And I took this long rifle that had come with one particular figure. I cut the top off because there was no... Normally, you get hinges on the leg, so a leg might come off, and you can just fit the leg back in and it stays in place, not with these action force figures, which is a concern because i 've noticed another action force figure he said speaking closer to the mic has also got the same problem and is likely to lose a leg too that 's zx infantry man for for rebels and he's it 'll be a shame because he 's been in fine form. so what I did is I cut the top of the uh, top of this rifle off i stuffed some blue tack down the hole where the leg had been, I put this little rifle tip inside that hole, stuck some glue in, and then glued the leg glued the leg to that rifle point, that rifle tip. And it's been successful so far. The thing is, that leg is no longer movable, and uh, he's, he's a brilliant passer of the ball, Schuster-like with his passing, long-range passing, but now he's only going to be able to... Uh, play off his right foot so it's actually no it's actually his left leg that came off I'm always confused by this anyway look there's a you'll see on Instagram there's a, a dramatic picture of the moment where the leg comes off and uh, Tebow the Ewok who'd come on as a sub can't bear to look and uh, worst injury I think of the Silver Age season and uh, likely to come back I mean Tatooine have, all, have already got a couple of long term crocs Bespin Luke the captain and big head Hans Solo also had a shoulder issue that effectively did for his X-Wing career. And uh, we'll see how that uh, comes along. It may be that I need to replace him. Meantime, last night, Rebels fell to their first defeat in six. Hoth beating them 1-0 in their quarterfinal first leg at Hoth. Hoth, the uh, League Cup holders, a controversial penalty. Uh, a minute into the second half from Pruneface, just his second goal of the season. Man of the match, end all Rebel for half goal. Rebels played well, no real cutting edge up front, but certainly they're looking like they're on a, a better road these days and uh, I'll bring you the uh, the rest of the star wars uh, football results next week. Well, I mean, I've I've not actually played any more games other than that. That was the last game last night so not much more I can tell you on that, but I'll uh, I'll keep you posted next week. I can't wait for the cafe to reopen. I went to this awful cafe last week also on South Lambeth Road and I'm actually going back there today to get out the Sainsbury's Cafe, which is pretty rubbish anyway, in Nine Elms, that uh, closes at 1600 hours every day. And, you know, I'm not going to make that really. So I'm just going to go back to where I went last week, which is slightly off the beaten track. Used to be a deli about 10, 11 years ago on South Lambeth Road. The coffee there wasn't great. The latte was too dark. Would never have happened with Seb K. I reflected as uh, the woman delivered the tall glass. An elegant delivery, but the colouring of the latte was just all wrong for me. So I had to ask for some extra milk on the side. You'll be hearing a dog barking from across the road there at the vets. Had to ask for extra milk on the side, which I then covered with my saucer. They must have thought maybe it was an OCD. Or maybe he thought, oh, he's clever. He's doing it so it doesn't make the milk cold. Protecting the, uh, protecting the milk, this guy's going to nurse that latte. Let's not expect too much custom from him. Recognise one... Uh, cafe, a regular in there, probably recognised me. No greetings exchanged though, not enough familiarity for that. I don't feel disloyal having gone there because after all Seb K had himself told me about other alternatives during the closure. I was already aware of these other alternatives but I wasn't considering going to them. The The only one that I like is on Morby Brough which serves the best hot chocolate I've ever had. But that was something I used to have before my running days. I wouldn't want to sort of, you know, go back to the hot chocolate because I think that that, that's the kind of drink where you pile on the pounds. And also, you can't sit outside there, just too many smokers. And I've, I've walked past there quite a lot, and the ventilation... Indoors is non existent, so I'm not going to risk that place. So I went to this place on South Lambeth Road. The ventilation was good, to be fair, the front door was uh, wide open, but I did feel uncomfortable when said Kay had, uh, you know, told me about a few alternatives to the cafe. It felt, it felt like I was hearing the equivalent of being encouraged to cheat when you're in a relationship. I was in there then last week, I think I got there about Fifteen thirty hours or there or thereabouts a guy at the next table had asked for his meal to be reheated he wanted it crispy as it went in the microwave I heard a ping from his phone and he told the woman that he'd just had a notification from his phone confirming he'd just tested negative for the virus. I heard that I thought to myself, shouldn't you be indoors? While you're awaiting confirmation, maybe I've got that wrong. Maybe I'm just old school COVID. 16, 18 hours, a blonde trustafarian rocked up in a bright purple tracksuit. Very Lambeth, 1983 all over again, the early gentrifiers the guy looked uh, ridiculous i settled up for my drink uh, i think i was in there for about 45 50 minutes didn't really do a great deal of work wasn't wasn't focused wasn't enjoying being there and at the time i still had another eight or nine days before the cafe reopened i'm now just 48 hours away from being back there i tried to give a tip of 20p in 5p coins but they got the they've got a protective screen at the counter which made it very hard to put the tip in in one go so just got 5p in in one go. Then I was trying to get the other 15p in. And, and I think the woman saw that I was just tipping with 5p's. Noted how crap the tip was. And uh, yeah, I don't think she'll be too pleased to see me uh, return today. But I'm just going to go back there one last time. I need to get out of the flat I've been in here since Friday evening and uh, it's doing my head in a bit. Went to an Italian cafe just across the river with a certain retired bald podcaster on Friday lunchtime. Hadn't seen him. Well, hadn't seen him at all during the pandemic. There was one time where he turned up outside Sainsbury's Nine Elms and had uh, secretly photographed my mullet which we then posted on Twitter. That was in the early days of the lockdown. I I don't think either of us at that time thought it would be uh, another, what, 16 months before we met. Nice cafe, certainly better than the alternatives I had lined up on the Vauxhall and Bankman or the Albert and Bankman. I always get confused with those two. And uh, it was weird, though, because there were no pastries in there, which is very strange for an Italian cafe. They had stuff like cannelloni, I've never had that, and that would have made me feel a bit like a Seinfeld character, I said to the certain uh, retired uh, broadcaster. So I just had a couple of lattes delivered in mugs. Would have got the lattes delivered in tall glasses in Vauxhall, but the coffee wouldn't have been as good, to be fair. So certainly a place I'd go to again. Wasn't far from where I'd last worked with a man, but it wasn't a cafe that I was aware of. There we go, Sound of South London. Ah, just dream of being somewhere else and I'd like to congratulate my uh, cafe companion this uh, end of the show is getting a bit uh, noisy he's going to be worried he's going to be listening to this wondering if I've forgotten my train of thought and I'm going to forget to mention what he did yesterday but I won't, I've remembered it he did a half marathon yesterday I think it might have been in Brighton can't be sure, might have been Brighton So uh, well done to him. I I don't understand why he keeps telling me that I'm running better than him because I certainly don't have a half marathon in me. So uh, it was good to see that he he made it through to the end. That is it. That is the end of today's show. Finishing on a mention of my uh, old ego-driven friend who once bench-pressed me or curled me, I think it might have been, in my hotel room back in uh, 2010. So that is the end of today's show. Now it's time for you to get those shoulders back, keep on walking towards the sun, keep washing those hands, keep ventilating too. I'm Daniel ruiz Tyson, and this start off the week I have been available.